Welcome to You Can Read the Bible's introductory lesson on what we mean by progressive revelation in the Bible, part of our introductory series on how to read the Bible. We're very big fans, as you know, at You Can Read the Bible on reading the entire Bible, not just our favorite greatest hits selection of verses and not just the New Testament with a smattering of psalms here and there, but the whole kit and caboodle. And one of the things that we've noticed is that we're often reluctant to read a lot of the Old Testament, you know, certainly books like Leviticus and Second Samuel, because they strike us as boring. Just to get that out there, they seem dull and maybe even devoid of significant meaning for us. You know, we might have a lurking fear of encountering one of those eye-for-an-eye texts. We're not entirely sure what to do with those. We sort of have a, a one of two ways of dealing with this. We either just stick our, our noses down, plow through stubbornly, just to stick to our reading plan, or we kind of ignore them. Maybe someday I'll get around to reading Habakkuk. If we go that first route, where we just stubbornly plow through without understanding, we're not going to get much out of our reading. And that, frankly, is understandable. We should not expect much spiritual insight when we struggle really with ordinary insight. And if we take that second route where we ignore it, we really miss a lot of the meaning embedded within our favorite New Testament passages. In either case, we're often left frustrated and maybe a little guilty, and I'm trying to provide us with a way forward here. I think much of the problem with the Old Testament books stems from not having enough of them within our memory to catch their references, and really not having the reading comprehension skills for these ancient texts. I think in the past, you know, we relied on Bible memory work, private devotions, Sunday school, Bible studies to start addressing this problem of not knowing enough of these stories for them to make sense. And that certainly is, is an important first step in our way forward. Regularly reading the Bible is critical. If we don't do that, then there's really no chance of success for really understanding what the what the Bible is trying to say to us. But that second step, Building on the first of regularly reading the Bible is to acquire reading comprehension for the Bible, learning how to read the Bible so that it makes sense to us. To do that, we have to recognize that the Bible is both unified and yet also diverse. The Bible is unified because the Bible, the whole of it, the Old and the New Testaments, is God's revelation of himself to us. The Bible is diverse not only because it was written in different languages and over many hundreds of years, it's diverse because God's revelation of himself to us in the Bible is progressive, not static. The progressive nature of God's self-revelation is what so often trips us up when we try to read through the Bible and make sense of it. What do I mean by saying that God reveals himself to us progressively in the Bible? Well, it very simply means that Jesus is the center of history and revelation, and, and both history and the Bible progress towards Jesus as their center. The biblical revelation of God's story it doesn't, you know, it doesn't smoothly or, or uniformly progress towards Christ and the restoration of all things in him, in, but it does get there. And it gets there because that's God's goal in revealing himself to us through these diverse stories in the Bible. And remember, the goal of God's revelation is Christ. It's not personal messages to us. It's not instructions directly to us the ultimate meaning, resolution, and relevance of everything in the Bible is found in Christ. When we read the Bible without recognizing this progressive revelation, we not only flatten out its diversity, but we also miss out on how this trajectory can help us make sense of what we read. 
including those weird passages that we usually ignore in the Old Testament. This Christ-centered trajectory is part of why the New Testament is easier for us to get, but this same trajectory also tells us how to read the Old Testament. The New Testament fulfills what was already present within the Old Testament. So, how does this help us to understand the Bible? Okay, so when we read an Old Testament passage, there's a bunch of different possible meanings that we can come away with, a bunch of reasonable interpretations for what that passage means. We know, because the Bible is unified in its centering on Christ, we know that the only valid interpretations of those Old Testament passages are those that are also are those that are also in sync with what the New Testament is also telling us. So if we read something in the Old Testament that we think is at odds or opposed to something in the New Testament, then we know that we are mistaken in our understanding of either what the Old Testament is saying, what the New Testament is saying, or what they're both saying together. This also helps us because knowing that Christ is at the center, we also know that we can legitimately go looking for Christ and God's redemption plan as we read within the Old Testament, right from the beginning, right from the outset, Christ is at the center, and knowing that tells us that we can go look for him even in the Old Testament. Furthermore, this means that the New Testament does not abolish or get rid of the Old Testament. The New Testament fulfills the Old Testament. They're united. The Bible is united, having the exact same Lord and primary character. Christ is at the center of the entire Bible. Knowing this, we can ask where we see Christ in the Old Testament law. We can also ask what the Old Testament law tells us about Christ. We can ask questions like these because the entire Bible is God progressively revealing himself to us. He is both the primary author and the primary character of the entire Bible. Thank you for joining us.